Yo, what's up? It's your favorite personality from Houston, the Taylor Simone. And you are tuned into my fourth episode of No Wig Wednesdays. Oh my gosh, I'm so blessed to be here again to talk to you guys. And I'm sending out good vibes and blessings and prosperity to anybody listening. Oh, and as y'all know, like I've mentioned before, I'm from Houston. So go Strohs. Our Strohs are in the World Series and I'm hoping that they pull it off once again for the city. We're all behind you guys. You got it. Go Strohs. Go Astros. And let's get into the show, guys. Well, in other Houston news, Megan Thee Stallion and Moneybag Yo have broken up because he allegedly got a stripper pregnant. So sorry to hear that, Megan. It's more fish in the sea. There's a video floating around of Bad Baby and Whoa Vicky. Um, very popular Caucasian women in the hip-hop culture getting into a fight at the studio. Um, they've been beefing for a while. I remember Bad Baby ran up on her at the mall maybe like a year ago with, um, and I think Whoa Vicky was with Little Tay, who was a really popping um, Asian or Oriental descent child who was really big. And, yeah, they were about to fight, but, you know, it was a lot of security and a lot of people stopping that from happening. But this time, they let them fight, and looks like, uh, well, Vicky beat little old bad baby, uh, beat her up. So, goodness gracious, I'm glad they finally got to fight, because the ongoing drama was honestly probably the only thing really keeping their careers alive. So, we shall see what happens with that moving forward. Now, y'all know Anthony Davis is just too much. Because why did he try to whisper to LeBron that his hair was falling out at the game on TV? Child, a miss. So, Cardi B made a statement that she's opened doors for women in hip-hop. Which um, caused the uproar, of course, because it's like, maybe you opened the door for love and hip-hop, but that's besides the point. <clears throat> yeah, so she's making those claims, and people have spoken out against her, and she was like, who, what female artist was really popping besides one artist and another artist that kind of popped off the scene, but then she fell off, and... um People are assuming, because she did not put names, people are assuming that she's saying the one person that there was was, of course, the queen, Nicki Minaj, and the one that popped on the scene pretty hard and pretty big, but then fell off, people are assuming is Iggy Azalea, Um, which, of course, the queen wouldn't comment on these type of things, none of her concern, but Iggy Azalea 
has been feeling some type of way and has been very vocal since this event. Um, she kind of was like, I never fell off. I'm charting, you know, or whatever, or I'm touring, or I'm working on a project, just, you know, putting out information that none of us in the culture knew about because I didn't know a thing, you know, since her, since she put out Cream with Tyga, which that was probably like a year ago, I haven't heard a thing from her, which I felt like Tyga was really popping at that point. It wasn't even her who made that song kind of live. So, yeah, she's been really vocal. And then T.I. recently spoke in an interview um, talking about her, saying how he felt like she used her, she saw that she had a white audience and she felt like she didn't need a black audience once she did that. And he said that he kind of didn't like that. He kind of put her out there and she did that or she did the game like that. And he's hoping to put out another artist who doesn't do that, which made me feel like, wow, that means that he's trying to find another not black artist and try to push them into our culture, which is like, why not just find a black artist and push her? which we see he never shows Nicki Minaj any type of respect. He always is doing little weird stuff, just like when he did the trap house opening and he painted half of the throne, like, dedicated to Cardi B and the other half to Nicki Minaj. And it was like, how disrespectful. Cardi B hasn't done half of the things or put in half of the work that Nicki Minaj has put in. Nicki Minaj has been you know, in the game, running the game, only person in the game for years, and you just gonna make her split the throne with somebody who's only been, you know, popping for like a year or so, because culture's not that old, you know, culture just turned one, she was popping while she was pregnant, you know, that's when she kind of hit her peak, and you know, now that they're riding the wave of fame, because she hasn't put out another project since um, Invasion of Privacy, which it was a great piece of work, but it's like, you know, we see that Party is putting out his own P-A-R-D-I, Party. Her quote-unquote ghostwriter is now putting out his own music and trying to push his own rap career. And now we see that she isn't putting out any work, you know? it's it's it, He just put out a single with Young Miami. And it was a nice little song. So, you know, it's just interesting to see that. And Young Miami even used the same line that Cardi used in one of her you know, most popping songs in her new song with Party, you know, which makes me think, wow, I wonder, did he write some of Young Miami's lyrics in this song? Let, you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stay out their business. But, you know, these are just my mind connecting dots that might not even be there, you know, but hey, you never know. You never know. And, and that is that on that. So I have a friend who, shout out to him, That's So Beyonce is his Instagram handle. I think it's That's So Beyonce IG. Um, Amari, he's my friend. I see Cardi is stalking him once again. Um, her fan base um, has also like found pictures of him graduating from high school and things of that nature, just basically harassing the poor child. Just because he's, you know, reporting on the things that Cardi has going on and her payola and her scheming and the way that she's, you know, charted in ways that weren't, you know, natural per se. So 
I don't know. I think that, you know, they're taking it way too far because he's only 19. So that's concerning that a whole gang of people are coming for him. So I think that Cardi should definitely, you know, chill out. You know, this is this is what celebrity life is. Like, the media is going to talk about you. They're going to dig up dirt about you. That's what they get paid to do. You know, you're an entertainer. You know, we're in... They're, they're entertaining us by finding out embarrassing things about you, sadly. So, you know, sometimes you just got to take it on the chin when you're involved in these type of things, you know. I know it sucks, but this is kind of what you signed up for. So, you know, even like with Meghan Markle, you know, although I do feel bad for her, you know, at the same time, you married a royal. Only you and God knows what you really signed up for living that lifestyle. You probably thought it, you know, sounded really cool when you were dating him. But now that you're living that life, you see that it, it takes a toll on you. And it's like, you know, of course, I feel bad for y'all from, for, from a, a sympathetic standpoint. But I don't feel that empathy for you because, of course, I'm not a celebrity. And I, nor am I a royal, of course. I mean, in my heart, I am. But no, I'm not. So, But, you know, and it's like. When I do get famous, I'm sure if I do get famous, you know, I'm sure it's probably going to be hard for me to adjust to that. And I guess this is the the status that they're at is new for them. <clears throat> this stardom, this amount of attention is new for them. So this amount of judgment that's going to be placed on them constantly, no matter what you do, you know, even going to the grocery store, doing simple things like changing your baby's diaper. People are going to change, you know, pass judgment on you when you're at this level, when you're under that microscope. So you just have to be careful. I mean, at the same time, people should understand that you're human and, you know, everything about you isn't perfect and just, you know, shiny and silver and, you know, glimmering. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you got to bite the bullet on that. So sorry for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Prayers up that y'all make it through and become strong enough to, you know, be secure in the new position that y'all are in. And, you know, stay close to God. That's all I can say. If you ain't got him with you, I feel sorry for you when you live in that type of life. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's say sorry for them women. There was a mass shooting in the city of Greenville, Texas at a predominantly African-American party thrown by a group called the Goodfellows. Um, It had a lot of reports and updates on it when it first came out because of the area being close to Texas A&M and things of that nature, but the media has kind of died down since it first happened. But... <clears throat> me being from Texas and I have friends who are actually from the area of Greenville, Texas I get to kind of see the updates on it. They've named a suspect but a lot of people from the Greenville area do not believe the su- suspect is guilty they feel like it is being a, like a setup that he does have a lawyer who stepped up pro bono to try to help him out because so many people feel like it's um, a false allegation and that they're just trying to pin it on this young man. Um, 
I'm going to definitely keep y'all updated on that situation um, from what I'm understanding. I think about 12 people were injured and about two people were killed, if I'm not mistaken. And um, please correct me if I'm wrong, but <clears throat> that is very unfortunate. RIP to those victims. Um, I think one of my cousins was actually there at the vigil for those victims and they started shooting there as well no one was injured in that shooting but a lot of cars were damaged so it's a lot going on with that case um the of course the the shooting at the honoring of those victims was reported on because that was just mind-blowing that they shot that up so i'm just going to try to keep y'all updated on that each week and tell y'all how that's going um it's crazy definitely my prayers going out to the victims families and just remain strong you guys and you be careful out here going to these parties people are crazy and i hope that we find the real suspect and kind of get to the bottom of why this happened and i pray that you know no one was targeted in this scenario you know what i'm saying or, uh, you know what, just an explanation would ease everybody's minds at this point with that. So, once again, prayers out to the victims' families. And y'all be careful out here. I'm so sad to report that Pops... From Friday and from the Wayans Brothers has passed away. Many, 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 many celebrities in Hollywood have spoken highly of him and um, referred to him as a mentor and someone that they looked up to comedically. And it's just so sad to see he's passed away. And um, wow, I'm just sad because he was also the voice of Granddad on the Boondocks. Like, literally and they're doing a reboot right now so that just it just kills me it just kills me I hope that they taped a few episodes and I hope they definitely play on that and make reference to him on the boondocks that would be highly appreciated and I'm sure I'll cry on that episode and a girl loves a good tearjerker so hopefully I I just hope they do that for for the people so you know, even those of which who just don't know him, you know, by name and just off bat, they'll they'll know by that episode and that recognition. And I heard they were also gonna taping another Friday as well. So it's just so much things, you know, so many projects that I heard were underway that I'm just hurt that I feel like he was a major part in these things and oh, it's like like a, a Paul Walker situation all over again. I, I just feel like, whoo, how can we go on? But I'm sure Hollywood will feel like we must. So I just hope everything plays out decently. And I prayers out to his family. I saw his son posted on Twitter and Instagram, you know, giving his father accolades and saying they used to roast each other. And he just was it you know showing his admiration for his father and it's just heartbreaking to see like oh my gosh you know god please bless all those who have lost their father 
I ask for you to just cover them, hold them, love them, and embrace them and be all the father that they need. Because, yes, indeed, I know that's a hard thing. You know, God bless you babies out there. And God bless his children because I know that they, you know, they lost a good one. So, prayers out to his family. So there's whispers that Kanye is holding a Sunday service here in Baton Rouge, which is just in time for Southern's homecoming. Um, I think that is just perfect, you know. I love Kanye. I'm a huge Kanye fan, and I'm genuinely and wholeheartedly a fan of his new Sunday service kind of Christian, you know, path and journey he's going on. I really like he's going through the same thing I'm going through right now so I really appreciate that and I really I really enjoyed his album to be quite honest like I jam it quite often since it came out um I feel like a lot of people I saw a lot of people didn't like the album um they wanted a song by Nicki Minaj on there called New Body which I'm a huge Nicki Minaj fan but I do see that the album was definitely a gospel album. Like I don't, I don't think I heard him curse at all on there. And you know, he was definitely talking about a lot of spiritual things. And I'm not sure if Nikki's verse, because I think she changed it quite a few times, quite fit his theme for the album. But he's, I think he's gonna put out a special edition version, and new body will be on there. So barbs we just gotta wait for it and see what he does with that um i feel like a lot of people just don't like kanye anymore because of him speaking out on how he feels about trump and wearing the hat and kind of being trump's friend but we have to keep in mind that these people are celebrities they all live in the same world and it's a world that we don't live in quite yet you know And honestly, at the end of the day, I just really feel like sometimes we as a society hold these celebrities up to this high standard and kind of put them under this microscope that they do not deserve because they're they're normal just like us, but they just have a talent that is, you know, that they were able to exploit in a way that, you know, they became famous, you know what I'm saying? So we just have to respect the game sometimes. And keep in mind that these people are not gods, you know. Even though sometimes they believe they are too, they're not, you know what I'm saying? They're, their thought process and the way that they view things can be flawed just like we ourselves are flawed and our viewpoints are flawed as well. You know, sometimes the, the smarter you are, the dumber you are. You know, you've heard that saying before, so just... I think we as we just as a people, we just have to, you know, step back and really look at these people and be like, it's some people that's from the same hood as these people that think these people is nothing, you know, (laughs) like really know these people and they don't view them like we view them, you know, and it's somebody out in the world that you don't know that you don't personally know that if you meet them, you might think they're the greatest person in the world. Just like how you fall in love at first sight. You just think they're the coolest. And then when you really get to know them, you're like, oh my gosh, you kind of suck. You know? 
that's how these celebrities are too. You might meet these people and then in actuality they suck, but they're just talented or they appeal to you or resonate with you in a way that you just love them. It's like family, you know what I'm saying? You love them flaws and all. And sometimes with these celebrities, we need to take it up like that. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop idolizing them and stuff like that. You know, it's that's wrong. We got to just take them for how they are and appreciate the talent if you appreciate it. Don't not like the talent just because of what comes out of their mouth. Everybody says crazy things out of their mouth at crazy moments. Or, you know, some people just, you know, they just talk crazy. Kanye is an eccentric person. So, hey, you got to take everything he said with a grain of salt because how he said it is probably not quite how he sound, you know, what he meant. You know, his delivery is probably really, really messed up. I know a lot of people whose delivery is messed up. People say my delivery is messed up. So I just feel like I understand him from a viewpoint of, hey, I got my own opinions and a lot of people don't like it. But a lot of people respect it because they love me. <laughs> so I respect how Kanye feels because I love Kanye. I don't care what Kanye feel about Trump. I ain't going to vote for him. And just because Kanye says something about him doesn't mean I got to like him. <laughs> so, you know, he might like old Donnie because Donnie's his buddy. You know, not because Donnie's an awesome president. So people got to take that too. He knows this person. Him and this person, they, they go to lunch together. They play golf together. You never know. So, like, I would not, I'm not, I'm not going to emotionally invest myself into somebody's personal affairs who is a celebrity. You, you know, that's, you know, it, I'm not going to emotionally invest myself in a way that it bothers me so much that I can't even be entertained by them when they're an entertainer, you know, they do this, they do things for controversy anyways, you know, just, just get a grip on that, guys, we got to get better with that, because I I hate to see it, I hate to see us not being able to appreciate an amazing artist, and appreciate him going the lengths that he's going, and pushing something that, you know, that's not being pushed enough, in my opinion, you know, let's just appreciate that. Even if you don't like him, let's just give him a round of applause for that. Period. Everybody is disturbed by April and Lil Fizz's relationship because y'all know that's Omarion, baby mama. A little Fizz and Omarion were in B2K together and the group has split up and they've had a very up and down journey and they recently went on a tour and the you know the tour was pretty bumpy you know so yeah everybody is just like this is why your boyfriend make you go in the room when he bring his friends over because he don't want you messing with them because as you see April is a homie hopper so you know uh, you hate to see it you hate to see it. That's all I could really say. And, you know, Monice was right. Shout out to my girl. I love Monice. But you know what? Omarion hasn't showed 
any reaction or any emotion towards the whole situation. And people are really admiring his unbotheredness. So shout out to that man. Shout out to that man. Don't feed into the the bull. Period. Something that has been very prominent throughout this week in my life is friendship and just the different layers within friendship. The layers of acceptance, honesty, consistency, just, you know, several things that are involved, elements that are needed to have a secure and solid friendship. Um, I like to consider myself a pretty good friend. I'm sure a lot of people that are not my friend anymore probably don't think that. <laughs> but um, I'm sure we have good reasons to both have fallen out with each other. But for the most part, for people who are still my friends, most of them have been my friends for a very, very long time. Um, it's funny because my the newest friend that I've made is actually one of my closest and I really love her shout out to her um, she's really been a very big part of this new journey that I'm on spiritually and you know she's definitely kind of in the same mindset as me as far as getting better so I really appreciate that you know sometimes those childhood friends you know don't know you anymore you know because you, you know you don't you're not hanging out with them constantly we're talking to them constantly or y'all, you know, y'all only calling when it's something important going on and things of that nature. So, you know, of course, in some ways you're going to disconnect from those people. Of course, when you talk to them, I'm sure it probably feels like old times, but at the end of the day, you know, sometimes the connection kind of dwindles over years if y'all aren't both, you know, putting effort into it which I've had to accept, you know, over years, because honestly, some of my best friends since childhood, I just did not understand why they were just not, you know, there for me uh, a few years ago or whatever throughout life. And like, I had to really like get past that and realize like, you know, first of all, I can get through things by myself, you know, but then also that, you know, sometimes people just can't or aren't, you know, available to be there for you the way that you feel like you are there for them. Because sometimes I felt like that, like, oh my gosh, I'm always there for everybody and then nobody's there for me when I need them, you know. Of course, everybody feels that way, I'm sure. But, you know, I used to really feel like that genuinely about, like, everybody around me. And I think, like, that was a really toxic mindset because it just made me not trust anybody or not want to open up to anybody And, like, I still have those traits sometimes because I catch myself a lot feeling like I've told people something or shared something with them. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, no, Taylor, I never knew that. And I, like, hate that sometimes because I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm way more open with you than I am. You know what I'm saying? But it's just because over years I've just built up this wall where I'm just like, no, you know, I just feel like. You know, I feel like I really used to have really bad abandonment issues with people. I felt like people weren't going to be there forever. They're going to always leave in the end, you know, and that's a very 
sad, you know, spot to be in. And I pray for anybody who feels like that. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of us people are, us. you know what, all people, because I don't even want to say young people, because there's a lot of older people out here in this world who feel like they're all alone. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, sometimes I really feel like y'all just aren't interacting or talking with the right people. You're not surrounding yourself with the right circle. And that's why you're getting that short end on the stick is because you're so stuck on the group or the, the, the old people in your life. Sometimes you need to spread those wings and expand your circle to other people. You know what I'm saying? It's other people out there in the world. And you know what? I am finally at a point, because I, I remember for the longest, I was like, no new friends. I don't want to make new friends, and I don't want to meet anybody new. I'm grown now. What do I need new friends for? But honestly, me meeting new people and kind of experiencing new people, I see that I've grown, you know, mentally in a way that I feel like, you know, I'm going to take everything with a grain of salt. You know, everything I'll run, run, run off my back easy, because I'm not going to be too emotionally invested unless I feel like, you're just as emotionally invested in me. You know what I'm saying? So friendship is just, you know, association with comfortability. Nothing more, nothing less, you know. But, you know, if, if we get to a point of sisterhood to where I'm, I'm feeling like forever you, you know. And that's what I feel like with some of my friends. They're my sisters at this point. They're not even my friends anymore. Some people, yeah, they're friends, you know, the difference. But some people, I feel like they're my sister. Even if I don't talk to them, I've accepted them in my heart as no matter what, I'm going to love this person. I'm going to be down for this person. Because I know if I really, really, really need them and I'm really down and out, I know these people going to have my back. So that's that's sisterhood. That's different. But I've had to figure that part out, too, which I think that kind of correlated and intertwined with me having to learn so much and get over that fear of someone leaving or abandoning me in a friendship, relationship, or anything of that nature, you know, and I see just, it's, you know, I really, really, you know, have a soft heart for people out there who are feeling lonely, because I'm, I'm telling you, not too long ago, I really just felt like it was just tailored against the world, like, back against the wall, fighting everybody, and it really took a long time for me to break out of that mindset, and just, accept love from people you know flaws and all and that's the part that's hard too loving somebody okay it's cool it was easy for me to fall in love with people or love people but to love people through their faults is what takes time too you know what I'm saying what takes time to really get to know a person and be like god I don't like some things about you but lord knows I love you you know what I'm saying that is I think that's a level of maturity that I've reached now, too, and I really appreciate because I feel like, I mean, I feel like, honestly, it's a, it's a God standpoint because, I mean, God loves us, flaws and all, born sinners, and he loves us through and through, you know, but he loves us if we're trying to get better, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not you constantly doing the same thing and he cool with it and like, yeah, I'm going to love you regardless, so that's what you got to take, too, in that mindset. I will love people, flaws and all, but I have to see that you're trying to get better and trying to be a better person because I am, and I want you to be too. And at this point in my life, I feel like I'm going to promote that to anybody around me. I'm going to promote all of us to be our best if I love you and I want you in my circle. 
And if I don't feel like you being your best and you don't want better for yourself, I'm going to try to, you know, slowly but surely back away. You know, I'm going to love you from a distance if I love you. But if I don't need, if, if I don't, if I'm not emotionally invested like that, you're done. You're cut. Snip, snip. It's over. You know what I'm saying? Surround yourself with people that want to be the best and slowly but surely, I'm sure y'all all get there together. A team of really ambitious people is a powerful thing. Even if y'all are sitting here all going up after different things, just being around and talking and conversating with people with a powerful mindset will strengthen yours too. But y'all have to respect each other's mindsets and accept them. You know what I'm saying? Accept the differences between each other and respect each other's gangster and just mutually be gangster together. That's where the balance is. You know what I'm saying? We got to find that. And I'm, yeah, like, I'm with that. I want to surround myself with bosses and we all be bosses of our own stuff. You know, I don't like it when women or people get around me and automatically feel like I'm about to work for them and do something for them. Like, no, like I'm my own boss. I got my own stuff going on. I can't, I can't do for you. I'm trying to do for myself. You know, some people don't get that, you know, find, you know, you, you, you got to peep when people is leaders and when people is followers too. Respect, respect people gangster. Like some people is, is, they're the boss or some people is, is a lieutenant. You know, they work under the boss. You know what I'm saying? So y'all got to, uh, you know, people got to figure out that too. And I feel like I, I'm pretty good at peeping who a boss and who not a boss. But I feel like, you know, people ain't reading people's personalities right. You don't, the... The loudest person in the room isn't always the boss, you know what I'm saying? Some people play it cool. So, hey. You know, that's a that's a thing that's really been on my mind lately. And on my heart. And um, definitely, I pray that everybody get them a solid group of friends to go into the new year with. You know, you and your group of friends, y'all as a group, make goals together. Not necessarily with y'all's businesses or anything, but just goals together. Like, hey, all of us, you know, I feel like me and my my close friend, me and her goal right now is honestly to stop cussing. It's really a hard goal. You think it's simple, but it's pretty hard if you've been cussing for years. But, like, me and her have that goal, and I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping I just stop soon, and then, you know, we can create another goal, but... You know, me and her want to travel somewhere together. Me and her want to eventually live in the same city together. You know what I'm saying? Goals like that, you know, me and her can motivate each other to get there differently. You know, she has her hair business going on. And I'm trying to promote her to get on that, start that, make sure that's under control. And she knows that I'm trying to do my podcast and go to school and things like that. And she pushes me to do that. And then some of our goals get to intertwine with each other, like certain, some of our goals are the same, you know what I'm saying? We hope that we're able to do those things together. So just sometimes that's really good to have, that's stimulating to have that a friend that you have no sexual interest in that you're able to set goals with and things like that. That's healthy for people, period. Not just women, but men as well. Everybody needs a friend that, you know, y'all have no sexual obligation to that is simply 
you know, the, the, the conversation basically that keeps y'all bonded together and just the things that y'all go through, that stuff means something in the long run, you know, these are the people that are going to stand beside you in some of the biggest moments in your life, getting married, you know, baby showers, graduations, birthday parties. These are the people that are filling up the room in these events. So, you know, why not appreciate those relationships and, you know, go the extra mile for those people who are really down for you. You know, love on these people and tell them that they're appreciated and things of that nature because you never know who's weak right now. So, you know, get sending out force fields of protection to everybody, my friends, my family, to your friends, your family, everybody that you love. You know, God cover them, bless them, you know, give them what is best for them, not what it, they ask for, you know. And I pray that for myself, too, and all of you out there. And y'all be safe out there homecoming weekend and out there in Houston during this World Series, you know. Be safe, be careful. Blessings and prosperity. Signing out, the Taylor Simone, for your fourth. No Wig Wednesday.